your words can make you or break you. Did you know that there are words that you speak that prevent things from happening? There are words that you speak that create things that you desire. There are words that you speak that give life and there are words that you speak that snuffs the life away. I am Dr. Dini. I'm a mom empowerment coach, a family doctor, and the best-selling author of the book, Every Mom is a Supermom. And it's my pleasure to welcome you on this beautiful moment to the Wellbeing for Mothers show. Here I am, your host, and today we're going to be talking about certain things that we need to pay close attention to as mothers. Motherhood is beautiful. Motherhood can be quite stressful. Motherhood is a journey. Motherhood is a way of life. However, we need to make sure that as we are taking care of our children, as we are performing our duties and our roles as mothers, we are taking care of our well-being of mind, body, soul, and spirit. That is why on this show today, I'd like you to come up, grab a drink, your favorite drink. Do you like uh, hot chocolate or is it water? Are you going for green tea? Grab it, have a seat, and let's have a chat about the value of the words that you speak. Today's topic, the value of the words that you speak, is a very powerful one. Why? Because your words have been found to be very, very powerful. There are certain things we say on a daily basis, and when we repeat them, we get to a point where we start to see them happen. And perhaps we'll tell others, did I not tell you I am not good at this? And it's all consolidated by those words that we spoke. I like to approach things from a more holistic point of view. So I'm going to start from the spiritual. So for those who probably um, have some Abrahamic religion, so the major religions that people describe all over the world as Abrahamic religions, so Christianity, Judaism, um, Islam, you think about the creator speaking and bringing all things to be. Now, I would give my account from the book of Genesis where God, the creator, says, let there be light. And what was the next part? And there was light. And then he said, let there be a vault. And that vault appeared. Every part of that creation story was a spoken word, let there be, and it was. And there are many times for those who perhaps have seen this manifestation in their lives, they would say something and it becomes, it comes to fruition, it becomes a reality. That is such a gift. And by virtue of having that gift and by virtue of having that ability to look at the words that we speak and 
Use them strategically, intentionally to move us ahead rather than hold us back is very important. And it's a skill that we as mothers need to utilize more frequently. Not only when we're speaking to ourselves, but when we're speaking to others, especially our children. And so I'm just going to bring this beautiful quote that I heard from um, one of these very great people, this Lao Tzu, and he says, watch your words. They become actions. Watch your actions. They become habits. Watch your habits. They become character. Watch your character. It becomes your destiny. When we look at our lives and we hear the word destiny, there's something big about it. Destiny looks like one massive thing that is beyond now. It's beyond the present moment. It's beyond what we could potentially fathom. And sometimes we might think of destiny as something um, like a purpose, a higher calling. However, it starts with the words. When you start to speak about the way things are not going to happen or perhaps the way you are not who you intend to be, it starts to translate, as Lao Tzu had described, until it becomes a character. And when it becomes a character, it becomes the destiny. I don't know if you've ever heard of anybody, maybe you were growing up and someone in your neighborhood, in where you grew up in, or perhaps in your school, um, people would have said, oh, he, he's not a very nice person. Oh, he's a bully. That's the school bully. Oh, that is this person. And they give a name, a label based on the character of this person. And all that started with maybe the person saying some angry words at someone, then pushing and shoving and being physically um, confrontational to other people. And then it became a habitual thing. And of course, the character. And for those who did not make any changes, it became almost as though their destiny. So we need to be very mindful of the words we speak. I remember when I was with my beautiful children and I really loved them so much. And they are, they are beautiful bundles of energy. Sometimes I wonder how much energy they have, but they love to play and so do I. I grew up with... Um, my brother, who very, very, very playful, very um, adventurous. And I loved adventure. I still do love adventure. Um, by virtue of him being adventurous and me loving adventure, we're just a perfect match. And growing up, because we were quite close in our ages, we did everything together. I knew him all my life, really. So everything he did, it's almost like setting a pace and I'll just follow along. <laughs> Sometimes he got into trouble. I didn't get into trouble because I was very, uh, I would stay back and just watch things unfold. Um, but he was very adventurous and I would follow. So I've always had that energy and adventure and want to play um, attitude growing up. 
So, of course, with my children, I found myself in that position. But there was a time when I did not have the energy to play. I did not have the energy to do anything. I felt frustrated. I felt overwhelmed. I felt exhausted. I just couldn't find it within me to move and do anything. So the bed, the duvet was my best friend. Now on this beautiful weekend, my beautiful children woke up, had gone, looked outside the window and found out that it snowed. Yippee, snow. I don't know how many adults love snow. Well, some do especially when you're watching it from inside or you're playing in it. But if you have to drive in it, that's a different story entirely. So this day, I wasn't going to drive in the snow. It was a weekend. We're home. And my daughter comes to me, mommy, 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 let's go out and play. I looked at her and smiled. (laughs) And then she kept talking at me, mommy, let's go out and play. I smiled again. Meanwhile, her brother was toddling along and grabbing the coats and trying to get it ready. Um, And then I looked at her and said, my darling, please come into bed and cuddle with mommy. And so as she came in to cuddle with mommy under the duvet, so did her brother. And so I held both of them. I held both of them and I felt so sad. Why? Because I love to play. I mean, I do love to play. However, I just didn't have the energy to play. And this was not the first time I was telling them, come and cuddle with mommy. When they asked, mommy, can we go and play? I felt sad. And I started to say within myself, I felt like a failure as a mother. At that point, I was, the words I was speaking to myself was, I am a failure as a mother. The words we speak can be disempowering. These were the words I spoke to myself that day. And they made me so sad. I was crying. The tears were coming down my face. Of course, at that time, I was grieving the loss of my father. So there was just a tsunami of emotions going on in my heart, in my mind, in my soul. And I just thought, oh. What am I going to do? It was just, it felt too much. But then, as painful as that moment was, it was also the moment where I made a decision. It was the moment when I decided this had to stop. This had to come to an end. I needed to find a way. I could not continue to be that under the duvet mother or that mother who perhaps would like to play but cannot play. Now, that's another word, cannot play. Why can't I not play? Because I'm overwhelmed, because I'm exhausted. What can I do about it? So I started to challenge those things that were coming to my mind, those words I was speaking to myself. I cannot go out. I cannot do that because I was tired. Okay, what can I do about it? What would I need to put in place to ensure that I'll be able to go out like I would like to with my children? I'll be able to play with them like I would like to. And so my journey, my quest to find answers started. My journey to explore and move ahead started. This is the way we need to 
dissect our words. I love the word dissect because it takes me back to my anatomy days. In medical school, in anatomy, we had um, dissection sessions. And that dissection session was such that it was where we had practicals of looking at the human body. So we had people who had volunteered, donated their bodies to science. Um, and so these are the kind of people that would maybe make, we have the bodies, of course, handled with respect. And we used the atlas and the instructional manual with the guidance of the teachers to cut through the layers, skin, straight to the muscle, see how the muscles traverse from one side to another, and then cutting through that, seeing the blood vessels, seeing the veins, the arteries, the branches, the nerves. That was what dissection was about. We took apart those things that made up the whole. That is what you need to do to your words. Take your words apart. The structure of your words, the tone you're using, the intensity with which you say it, the pace at which you say it. These are the ways by which we need to pull them apart and observe them closely. In the dissection in anatomy, as we were dissecting, there were some structures that we saw that were big enough for us to admire and learn more about. But then there were some that we needed to probably put under a magnifying glass or a microscope and observe more closely. And that, in, of course, medical terms is called um, histology. So it's looking more focused on the cellular level, the more uh, microscopic type view of that area, that structure, that organ, that tissue. And so sometimes as you have finished dissecting your words, you need to put them under some intense scrutiny, under that magnifying glass, under the microscope to see which ones have got the factors that elevate you? How do you feel when you say certain words? Do they empower you? Do they deplete you? You need to know what they do and act accordingly. For the words that deplete you, definitely, they are the ones that need to go. <laughs> the words that empower you, you need to use. That is how you can watch your words as the quote had advised. Watch your words. The moment I started to evaluate the kind of words I was saying, I started getting rid of certain words like I'm a failure. I started using more empowering words. And there is this beautiful thing that I'd like to share with you. It's beautiful, yet it's powerful. The two most powerful words in the English language are I am. Anything you say after I am becomes. 
If you say I'm a failure, the likelihood is that you become that failure. If you say I am happy, you become that happy person. If you say I am worthy, you feel worthy, you are worthy, and you start to express worthiness, you become worthy. So what are those words you're saying to yourself? They have so much value. I remember when we were in primary school, they had this um, description about integers. Now, for those who know these integers, they, they are like whole numbers. Now, we can have positive integers and negative integers. Now, positive integers are one, two, three, four, five, up to the highest number you can count to. And the negative are the minus one, minus two, minus three, minus four. Those integers are the kind of things that our words do. There are certain words we speak that are negative words, and they are like those negative integers. They are the minus nine and the minus 10. <laughs> they are the minus 1,000, depending on what you say and depending on what you do with your words. There are actually some others that are the plus 10 and the plus one and the plus 10,000. Those are the positive words, those positive um, words that we evaluate and we reaffirm who you are. And so I want us to look at our words. Let's dissect them. So everyone would get their scalpel and everything else, gloves. Make sure you, of course, you're handling things with care <laughs> and just dissect your words. Just break them up. What are the things that I find myself saying most of the time? This is an exercise that you can do if you are not able to do it right now because maybe you're driving or you're doing laundry or you're um, doing one thing or the other, you're having your workout, that's not a problem. You can think about it. What are those words you find yourself saying? Some people would forget something at home and say, oh, how stupid am I? You can imagine. So those kind of words, you need to start to think, what are those words I'm telling myself? Oh, what, what a fool. Like, some people will say that. And it's, it's really very painful because you might think of it as an expression, but it now becomes an action and then becomes a habit. And before you know it, it's a destiny. So what are those words that you say? Some people would rather swear. Now, I'm not one that swears. But some people have modified their swears to sugar and um, sweet coconuts and all sorts of things. <laughs> and I think those are people that have noticed something about themselves or perhaps they had family members who had certain expressions and they did not like the expressions, but they liked the fact that they were expressing themselves at that time. And they thought, mm, let me use another expression. And so they were a bit intentional about picking something else to replace that word. There are some, of course, those kind of words, maybe they don't even have any value to you. So they might be an integer of zero. So how about you adding or replacing those negative words with positive ones? The higher the level of positivity, the better. I remember my son, he has this um, habit and many people used to laugh at him for it. But I encouraged him, don't worry, if that's the way you feel, just go ahead. I support you. People would say, how are you? 
My son would not say I'm fine. He'll say I'm amazing. I am amazing. And they go, oh, you're amazing, right? Oh, yes, I am amazing. Yes. So are you? I am awesome. I'm great, thank you. <laughs> yes, I am. Anytime anybody asks me, how are you? Most of the time, I don't go, I'm fine, thank you. Or I mean, it's not, yes, I grew up saying I'm fine, thank you. And somehow that was wired in. But I started to realize that I was not fine. I was great. I was amazing. I was awesome. And so am I. And so it becomes. And so being intentional about words, even as simple as that, can go a long way. So think about the words that you say. Notice the value of your words. Notice that you can actually uplift your day by the words you speak into that day. People talk about affirmations. I believe that the words you speak can change your day. There are certain affirmations that people use on a daily basis. I am awesome. I am great. I am worthy. I am wonderful. I am beautifully made. I particularly love this one. I am wonderfully and beautifully made. Ooh, crafted. There's nobody else like me. I might have someone that looks like me, even twins, as identical as they may be, there's always a uniqueness in each one of them. They are unique in their own way. Look at yourself. What is your unique ability? What is that thing that makes you different? The ability to look at your words, to think about what you say, go a long way. So identify your words and dissect them. Pick the ones that are not serving you. Get rid of them. <laughs> and then the ones that are empowering the high value words, utilize them more. And then you'll see your life start to transform. Because the more value words you say to your life, the better. So affirmations are those kind of words you can use. Some people use incantations. Now, incantations are a lot more powerful. They are a lot more intentional. So apart from saying the word, you're putting in emotion, you're putting in action. And for people who desire transformation, you would need a combination of words with emotion and action. So I'm going to say that again. For those who are looking for transformation, you need words with emotion, with action. When you combine those together and you're repeating over and over again, bringing in the emotions from the soul and the actions from the body and the words, which of course are formulated in the mind and you're connecting with the spirit, my goodness, things happen. Transformation happens. Can you see why we talk about well-being of spirit, mind, soul, and body? It is so important we recognize that. We have got the ability, the creative ability of making things different. If we're not happy with what is going on at the moment, you can make a change. 
you can reassess the words you speak to your life, to your situation. I do not know who needs to hear this, but this is something you need to keep reminding yourself about every now and again, because sometimes there are certain things that we have said over and over again for many years, and perhaps people have said to us, and we start to believe what they've said. We start to believe that we cannot get to where we desire to get to. We start to believe that we are limited, whereas we are limitless. So if you are saying certain words that are disempowering, you've got the ability to get to dissect, to remove the ones that are disempowering, get rid and empower yourself with positive high value words. If, however, there are certain words that are spoken to you, they could come from your family, your friends, your boss, your neighbors, the media. You need to be a guard of those words coming to you because you hear those words. Your ear is a gate. It's a gate for all those words coming in. And guess what? If you allow those words to come in repeatedly, you start to believe them. They become your actions. Then you allow fear to creep in, especially with the disempowering words. You allow fear to creep in. And by virtue of allowing that kind of fear to creep in, what happens? You get overwhelmed. You're, you're trembling. Rather than taking charge, you are exhausted because mentally your mind is floating with automatic negative thoughts. Your emotions are vibrating at low energy levels. And of course, you are having a disconnect spiritually. And that is a recipe for disaster, for ill health and for sickness. We do not want that. So watch your words, the ones you speak. Watch the words, the ones that you listen to. I particularly at the point started to say, look, when it comes to news, I know where I get my information from. I shall get the information I require. But as regards listening to the news, it's not watching. It's not working together for my good. Shut it out. I go to a gathering and the people are bickering and um, gossiping and things like that. I pull myself out. What are you doing about that? You might think, oh, my friends might not think I'm, I'm sociable. Well, do you want a situation whereby the words you've heard that day would affect your destiny adversely? Or would you rather... Keep yourself from that detrimental situation and see your destiny where you want or even way ahead of where you were hoping or wishing it could be. The choice is entirely yours. Today, recognize the value of your words and take action to make sure that the value that you have in your words are really high value rather than the low value words. If you're enjoying this, I would like you to hit the subscribe button so that you do not miss when episodes are released and you are also notified when we have new empowering content. I would like to know what your thoughts are, so kindly leave a review. Share this with other mothers because we need to spread this news. We need to 
Think, think about ways by which we, as mothers, are empowering ourselves, are improving our well-being. You do not know who needs to hear this. You might send this to someone and the person hears this and the person feels comforted. The person feels empowered. You are serving with these words, these words you're hearing me speak, the words that you will pass on to someone and let them hear as well, which will empower them. And I would love to hear from you. And if you're interested in the process of getting those one to two minutes affirmations, you can use every morning, do get into the website, www.drdooney.com forward slash affirmations, and you should get access to the affirmations that can be used on a daily basis to help you. So there are different affirmations you can use. This is something that you will be able to get into your system, get into your daily practices. You can adapt to whatever suits you, but it is all about empowering you with those little tools, strategies, tricks, and tips that you can use to enhance your well-being of body, mind, soul, and spirit. It has been an absolute pleasure being on this journey with you. I am Dr. Duny. I'm a mom empowerment coach, a family doctor, and the best-selling author of the book, Every Mom is a Super Mom. Go ahead and subscribe, share this message, and leave us a review. Until next time, I ask that you stay well.